A reading from Luke 19, 11-19. When they were listening to this, he went on to tell them a parable, because he was near Jerusalem and the people thought that the kingdom of God was going to appear at once. He said a man of noble birth went to a distant country to have himself appointed king and then to return. So he called ten of his servants and gave them ten minus. Put this money to work, he said, until I come back. But his subject hated him and sent a delegation after him to say, We don't want this man to be our king. He was made king, however, and returned home. Then he sent for the servants to whom he had given the money in order to find out what they had gained with it. The first one came and said, Sir, your mina has earned ten more. Well done, my good servant, his master replied. Because you have been trustworthy in a very small matter, take charge of ten cities. The second came and said, Sir, your mina has earned five more. His master answered, You take charge of five cities. Now, I just want to uh, uh, warn people that this is a two-day study because uh, the last part of the the, uh, uh, the man bearing the, uh, the the taking uh, the the coins that were, they were given the mina they were given uh, the last one is going to be focused on tomorrow. Uh, but there's so many aspects to this uh, this parable. Uh, I, I, and the, it's just worth, I'm going to throw them out there, uh, David and Nathan. And one is um, nobody wants uh, the king to be king. And mm. does that have kind of an antecedent or does that have a parallel to uh, the nature of fallen man who really kind of pushes God away in a thousand different ways? Uh, that's one thing. But then the other thing is uh, he uh, he gives the three people kind of a um, challenge. You know, he, he gives them 10, 5, and 2 minus. Uh, and uh, when he comes back, he's asked, well, what did you do with them? And I see that as, as uh, not exactly parallel, but I think in the course of our lives, uh, you know, what have we, it's not personally accomplished, but what we have done for the kingdom, which I think is more appropriate here. Anyway, that's the way I read it. Yeah, that, that aspect of the story is um, repeated in a, in a different parable about the talents. Mm-hmm. It's very similar to that. And um, But, you know, I want to focus on that first part that you brought up, that they, they don't want him to be king. We don't want him to be our king. And that is just so um, universal in the human condition. Anytime we have somebody with a total authority over us, there's something in the human heart that totally resists that. And I was thinking about, you know, one of the beautiful things about the design of a democracy, like in the United States of America is, yeah, we have someone supposedly in charge, the president, but we get to choose to overthrow him every four years if we want to, right? And that's, there's a reason that that's so popular is because of this thing we're talking about, which is, yeah, we love the idea of saying, I don't want that person to be king, right? I'm going to vote him out. We love this. And, and But I'm trying to um, name that, but then also say, okay, on a personal individual level, spiritually, what in my heart? And I'm just saying this to our listeners, you know, examine your heart. Do you, do you have this? Can you recognize this? this uh, aspect of our nature 
that, that wants to actually be our own king. Mm-hmm. We don't want someone in charge of us. Mm-hmm. And because if you can recognize that and you say, okay, that, but yet Jesus claims to be the king of kings, the mm-hmm. king of my heart, the king of my life. And so what does that look like then to surrender that um, part of you mm-hmm. that resists absolute authority mm-hmm. and to bow your knee at the foot of King Jesus? So uh, I, uh, I thought Dave was going to say something, but go I'm going to go back to the king uh, that you were talking about, mm-hmm. Nathan. Yeah. Um, I, I see that as uh, also part of the biblical story of us uh, wanting to go our own way, of being talked into it uh, by, the, by Satan in the Garden of Eden. And then, uh, and then you fast forward and all of the conflicts that happen throughout the Old Testament, and you get to the New Testament. And what happens? Well, um, Herod decides that he is going to kill the babies in Bethlehem. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it gets worse from that point on. In other words, the welcoming of, of Jesus into this world is very conflicted. There's some that accept him like Peter right away, but there's others who want to destroy him. And that, of course, uh, gets carried out as he's going towards Jerusalem right now. Um, he's going towards this, this enmity we talked about this desire not to have a king, uh, to reject the existence of a king, God, uh, in, in somebody's life. And I, I think it's, I'm not reading into it. I think it's there that Jesus put it there this way, that to a certain extent, that king is him. Mm-hmm. Amen.